What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast, episode three. What's going on? What's going on? Happy What's Wednesday. I'm your host, Claudia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. What up, fam? What another, up, fam? another fire episode today. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, whatever it is. If you've been feeling down on your luck, man, our guest is going to you know, pick pick you up. So I'm really, really excited. They're not ready. They're not ready. Um, but before we get all into that, uh, please make sure to follow us on YouTube, subscribe. Uh, we're on Instagram at get the bag podcast one T uh, and you'll see our handle down here for our, our own um, IG accounts. But uh, we want to see you guys in, in the comments because I'm telling you this guy we have on is he's doing amazing things. And especially once you hear his story, uh, we want, we want as many questions for him. Okay. Uh, he does it all. You know, he's a keynote speaker. He's a leader an author, uh, wrote a book called keep the change. Make sure you guys cop that. Um, you know, he'll dig more into his story, but amazing story, you know, went through some tough times early on, uh, but was able to turn things around. Um, you know, kind of been in real estate, maybe, under two years, first year in real estate, bet all on himself, quit his job, and went full time in real estate to pursue, you know, the the best life for him and his family. Uh, fast forward now, he's running successful six figure business, uh, wholesaling and opening up other businesses. So can't wait to see what he has, um, you know, in store. Uh, so much he does within his community. Uh, and inspiring others. So be ready to be inspired. Let's welcome Thabit Hedgepath to the Get the Bag episode two, uh, three. What's going on, Thabit? Let's What's go. Up, fam? What's up, you fam? How y'all doing? Oh, man, we good. We good. We're great. We good. We're great. Awesome. Glad to have awesome. you on, bro. Glad to have you on, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Uh, love the intro, Gladia. Definitely love the I intro. did my little research, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that is, you know, and any guests we have on, you know, like you guys take the time, you know, we want to take, you know, the time too and getting to know like your background. Obviously, like, you know, we've been in in the in the U for for a minute, so we we kind of know your story, but you know, like we want to bless you with uh with kind of the hard work and you know that you've put in. So um super, super research. excited to have you here. You know, that's how it's how that's how we do it. It's how we do it, get the exactly. bag. Try next oh. level here. <laughs> a little, little stalkerish, but you know, you know, when you got to research the the sellers, you know, you, you got to get 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 into it. So, um, welcome again to the show. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, because obviously, like I mentioned, we know you. Maybe some people in the comments know you, but I think for many people, like you know, who don't know, like what you do, like where you've come from, uh, tell us a little bit about Thabit. Most definitely. <laughs> Uh, so I'm a husband. I've uh, been married for almost 15 years now. Me and my wife. Wow, congrats. Yeah, congrats. Anniversary here in a couple months. Uh, father of three kids. Um, I'm Muslim. Um, and, you know, obviously, I'm, you know, I'm a go-getter, right? Mm -hmm. I'm around you guys. You know, we're all a part of the U fam. Shout out to Chris Jefferson with Charles W. Shout out to the U. Uh, been in real estate now for a little over two years. And, you know, my goal at this point, you know, I've accomplished a lot of things. Um, I love what you all are doing here with this podcast. You're really demonstrating that you're for the people. You're giving out a lot of free game. And, you know, my personal goal is really just to help people who are ambitious, you know, like us, who are go-getters. 
I really want to help people uh, that feel trapped, that feel unfulfilled. I want to just kind of help them uncage their purposes and their passions and find a way to just really regain control over their lives. I love that. Yeah, I love awesome. that. And you're doing that. And I see, I see you, you know, uh, I didn't really mention this in the intro, but I see you're doing like YouTube, you know, you start a YouTube channel, um, mm -hmm. super inspiring. Uh, you know, anytime you jump on a call, whether it's like our, the morning call or, you know, our weekly calls, like you kind of always leave that inspiration and motivation um, because, you know, you've, you've been through it, like the ups and yeah. downs and you're, you've, you've made it and you still have a lot to go. There's so much potential. Um, but I think a lot of people probably who were maybe once in your shoes at some point, you know, it's easy to give up. Right. Um, sure. so listening to your story and to know that you've overcome it, I think, uh, is a great thing. And the value that you're adding, uh, is just amazing. No, definitely. And I know you mentioned, you know, my story, I think we all have a story mm -hmm. and, you know, trust and believe, you know, I'm motivated by you guys, right. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys are, are really trendsetters. You know, you you stepped out and really got focused on building value, you know, with the side of YouTube, just giving out free game, free content. Uh, so just really seeing, you know, you all kind of creating a story for yourself, not just in real estate, but in content creation. It really motivated and inspired me to say, you know what, you know, I have a story as well. And I think it's important for for people to have someone that they can relate to and understand mm -hmm. that they're not in this by themselves. Right. They can really right. accomplish their goals and their goals and dreams. So shout out to y'all for just really stepping out and making it happen. Appreciate, hey, appreciate that, you. Yeah. Appreciate That's you nice. for sure, man. And, um, you know, it means a lot to us um, because you, you're a leader uh, within the group and, you know, we look up to you as well, too. And you yep. you have so much value and your story is so powerful. And, um, you know, we feel like everybody kind of needs to hear that because, uh, people that resonate with me or Gladia is going to resonate with you different. So they might gravitate to your story more than my story or Gladia's story. So it's, I think that's what it's all about right there too. So it's just who's going to, you know, who you're going to resonate with the most um, out there by, you know, giving out this content. So hats off yeah, to you absolutely. for starting your own thing too. So I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so tell us a little bit more about how you got into real estate, um, wholesaling and, you know, about your first year into it and then just kind of explain how you got into it. Definitely. Uh, so this was, you know, kind of the end of a, you know, long journey of just really trying to find my true purpose and passion in life. Uh, you know, when you're out here just going to get it, you're going to find a way you're going to make a way. Uh, and I've done a lot of things in my life from the good to the bad. You know, I mm. obviously have a very tainted background. You know, I was in prison from the ages of 16 to 25 uh, for a very violent crime um, that it was it was more of a life or death situation. Mm. Um, and I ultimately had to choose life in terms of letting some things go and moving forward. And upon being released from prison, I stepped into what most convicted felons do right mm -hmm. you find a job in you know minimum wage industries uh so i ended up landing in fast food and it was just one of those things where i understood that i was just going to do whatever it takes to not go back to prison and then to further be successful in life because i had made that decision that i was going to be success 
right? I had made that decision that because God kept me here, there must be some purpose for me. So if that mm -hmm. means I got to go to and work at McDonald's for minimum wage just to stay out of the streets, uh, just to understand how I can make a further impact in my life, that's what I'm going to do. But along the way, like most people, you kind of get comfortable in a thing and you know that you're not supposed to be there. So I was mm -hmm. always constantly searching for ways to, you know, have a broader impact on people, which ultimately led me to write a book, uh, Keep the Change, which was about my transformation from the inside out. Um, I also began speaking and my brother would always tell me about real estate. Like, hey, bro, like there's this huge opportunity here. I know you have the hustle. I know you have the drive. Like if you just took all of that energy and you pull it into real estate, like you're going to you're going to do something huge. And for a long time, I really didn't listen to him. I didn't understand <laughs> real estate. I just thought that real estate was for this certain class of people. You had right. to be uber knowledgeable. You had to have all this money. But I finally decided to give it give it a shot. And once again, shout out to our guy, Chris Jefferson. You know, I shout caught out a cold to call challenging him, you know, with some guys, a couple of guys just making cold calls. And mm -hmm. I said, you know what? You know, like those are the type of people that I want to surround myself with. Those are the type of people that I need to be around if I want to understand how to escape the trap that I'm currently in and working 60, 70 hours a week and be successful, uh, both financially, mentally and spiritually. I love that. You know, you know, one yeah. thing that stuck out there, um, you mentioned, hey, after prison, I just found a job and I knew I was going to mm. be, be past that. But I, I, I knew what I had to do. And not many people in your situation, they would have gone back to what got them in prison. Right. And I'm sure, you know, people um, who, you know, unfortunately, because they, they go back to what they know, what they're comfortable doing. And just like because, you know, maybe internally they don't you know, they're, they're suffering. Right. That's usually kind of, you know, you kind of have to dig deep, but you, you were like, no, I have, I want a different path than mm -hmm. what I've, that's led me here. I know I'm better than that. And you, you stuck with that. And I, I think that's something to really point out and acknowledge because not many people will do that. They'll do what's comfortable and you automatically out the gate, um, you know, we're like, no, I'm going to be as uncomfortable as I can. And then here comes real estate. I don't know. How mm -hmm. long ago was that when uh, you were introduced or when your brother told you about it? Believe it or not, he probably started telling me about real estate back in like 2015. Mm -hmm. But I didn't I didn't get serious about it. I didn't even start really researching and researching it until July of 2020. Um, gotcha. So that's when I started going down the YouTube rabbit hole of information <laughs> about how to get started in real estate, what's wholesaling, how to be an investor. Um, and, and that's what really began my journey back in July of 2020. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, th I think, uh, you know, kind of COVID and everything happening kind of got, got us more on like, all right, we got to figure something out. So um, so you found Chris, you joined the U. Um, tell us how that first year went. Because a lot of things happened that first year, right? Like talk to us about mm -hmm. like your ups and downs. Because, you know, a lot of people listening in, maybe they haven't closed their first deal yet. They just joined a program, whatnot. Like, you know, I, I think it's important to kind of hear like, you know, because you hear it now like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm running six figure company. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we all started somewhere. 
Exactly. Right. That's the highlight. You know, I run a six figure business, <laughs> but it really started because, as you mentioned, you know, in, in the midst of COVID, you know, I'm working in the food service industry. And mm-hmm. this was an industry that was greatly impacted because we literally had to shut down, you know, operations. We had to close our, our dining areas. Uh, you know, we went to drive through only, you know, focus. You had a lot mm-hmm. of people who were scared to work and things like that. Right. So what actually happened was my boss, you know, we had five stores at the time. My boss made salary cuts across the board, you know, from upper management all the way down to the crew level. And I lost a thousand dollars a month of my income mm. with no questions asked. You know, nobody, you know, had a conversation with me about how was I going to be able to provide for my family? How was I going to keep the lights on? How was I going to pay my mortgage losing a thousand dollars a month? You know, a lot of people barely make a thousand dollars a month. So just imagine right. being in a position to where I'm the breadwinner of my household and I have someone else who's controlling my ability to take care of my family. So, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't mention that earlier when I talked about my journey, but that was really the push to get me out of that comfortable space that I was in because mm-hmm. at the time I was just focused on career development. I was right. just focused on my nine to five and giving my time to someone else. So once that happened, it literally took me five seconds to say, what are the opportunities available? Oh, my brother been telling me about this real estate thing. Let me just give it some of my attention. And the moment I did, in the moment that I start seeing that, wow, there are people making $10,000, $20,000, $50,000 checks off of a simple transaction. I said, this is me. So the mm. process began with me literally watching a couple of videos and saying, okay, I can get started with bandit signs. Let me go out and just buy 500 bandit signs. Mm. And that's where it began. So I would, you know, work 12, 13, 14 hours a day. I would come home. I would take those bandit signs and I would be out in the streets like I used to be. Right. Right. So I was familiar with being out in the streets for my criminal days. (laughs) And I would literally be out, you know, I would literally be out in the streets at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, putting up these bandit signs. And I did that for my first six months, trying to do it the YouTube route, trying mm-hmm. to figure it out myself with no deals to show for it, with no contracts to show for it. And that's when I knew that I needed some type of guidance. I needed a coach. Right. So I joined Charged Up University back in December of 2020. It was actually Black Friday, but I didn't start taking action until December and the moment that I got my hands on the blueprint to do deals is kind of a step-by-step process to make my first deal happen. I got my first contract within those first seven days. Um, so I went six plus months without having a contract, without having a seller who was, you know, mo- really motivated, really interested in selling to jumping into the youth. And in those first seven days, I got my very first contract. Um, and third, less than 30 days later, I closed my first deal for 2100 and I really wow. hadn't looked back since. And I made the decision once I got that deal, once I got that check, that this was going to be the way for me to get out of my nine to five and to start signing my own checks and get control of my life back. Uh, so hmm. that first year from July of 2020 to July of 2021, I think I only did maybe three deals. I made a decent amount of money. But July 4th of 2021, I made the decision that that was going to be my last day that I worked for somebody else. And I went full time in business. Mm. Wow. 
that's that's amazing that's 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 a whole like we can totally unpack that like for the rest of the of the episode (laughs) um you know another thing that kind of stood out is your back was against the wall you Mm -hmm. lost a thousand dollars and this is where mentality and i'm sure we'll talk about that comes into play because if any other person goes through that they're like damn what am i gonna do there's Mm -hmm. nothing i can do they just want to sit and complain about it instead of doing something about it but right. I always say when your back is against the wall, that's when, you know, you create like brilliance because um, you have you have nothing to lose. It's like there's no way to go but moving forward. And you moved your family forward by figuring it out. Uh, you know, obviously you did six months of bandit signs, which, you know, without, you know, having any guidance. And once you got that guidance, you took action. You then just like sit and, and watch and think like oh well let me just finish this course let me just finish this course because that's what happens where we get stuck you know what they call analysis paralysis Mm -hmm. Uh, but you took that blueprint and literally took action and you closed your deal in 30 days like literally within a month of you joining like that's that's unheard of not many people do that and just shows kind of the dedication you had and that with anybody in this Mm -hmm. in in here anybody can do it guys like literally Thabit just took especially if you're in Chris's program, he literally took what we all have access to and just applied action to it. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, you know, just going back to what you said is that like, I think it's the, the shock factor, right? A lot of people, um, they got to get shocked into doing something right. And the shock factor is losing your job. Right. Um, there's a panic mode. There's what, what am I going to do next? And then, some people just go back into the same routine. Some people yep. um, take massive action and say, I'm going to do this because this happened. Right. And I think exactly. that's what you did. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate to that because they, they might be in that position right now to where they just lost their job and they don't know what to do next. And, you know, they've always wanted to get in real estate like yourself, myself uh, and Gladia. So I think, um, that that was a good point. The other point is that, like Claudia said, massive action. You kind of made that decision. That was that. There was that mental click um, in your in your mind that you're gonna go a hundred percent into this. And that's, I mean that that's the key right there. I hope you guys are listening right there because once you make yeah. that decision, it's a different ball game um, for sure. One thing I do want to ask you is that since you got your first deal in the U with that, you know, 20 K check, um, how did that feel for you? Like, how did that feel? Was that like, I know you said that, man, I'm not going back after that, but how did it feel holding that check? Yeah, it, it felt powerful. It felt invigorating. Um, it, it felt like I had finally arrived at the destination that God had, had pulled me towards. I think once again, when you're really a go-getter, when you have ambition, when when you just want to make it happen in life, you want to be successful. I think that you have this internal pull that mm. you're constantly trying to figure out where am I going. And I think what held me back for so long is is what I think holds a lot of people back. You know, we live life on two edges. You know, one of you know fear and hope, right? And the other of just uncertainty, you know, we're just we're really fearful of the possibilities of what can happen. And we're hoping that if I just stay in this moment, if I just stay in this situation, 
things will remain the same. I can be comfortable. I don't have to change anything. And, you know, when for me, my life did feel out of control at a certain point, because right. once again, I knew that that moment was going to come. I knew that that day was going to come where somebody was going to make a decision that was going to impact my life. I hoped it wouldn't happen. I was fearful that it would ha- that it that it would happen, but it, it did. So what that had to teach me in that moment was the key to really regaining that control was understanding how to just let go of those fears, how to let go of those uncertainties, and to understand that the only thing I can, can truly control is what you mentioned, Tim, which is just my action. That's the mm-hmm. only thing that I can control. So once I started really just putting maximum effort into doing the most action possible and I finally closed that deal, I then had the secret. I then had the cheat code, which is once Mm -hmm. again, you got to let go of your fears. You got to let go of the hopes that things will happen. You have to put all of that energy, all of that focus into the action that you can control, the daily consistent routines and habits that you can build in your life to really help you be successful and accomplish your goal. Ooh, love that. I mean, mm-hmm. you just dropped the mic right there. We can just end the episode <laughs> like we, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, you talk about fear and living in a kind of the edge of fear, hope, uncertainty. Um, you know, you you quit your job. I mean, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a big thing. But for you, you already made up in your mind and your body that you knew what, where you needed to be. And so it didn't matter. You trusted the process. You trusted yourself. You trusted in everything that you committed to this. Um, I think I was reading somewhere that said a lot of times, like when we set our goals or kind of set like the vision that we want to work towards, sometimes we have our mind, uh, like in terms of like internally saying, I got this, but sometimes your body isn't ready for that. You don't have like that whole, like your whole self is not prepared to make that jump. And so it's, it's not aligned. So once you align like your mind, body, and soul into what it is that you want to commit to, things just start opening up. And maybe that's, and I'd love to kind of talk about that. Like once you quit your job, like once you were aligned with yourself, like how, like, did you feel like, uh, like that weight was lifted off and you can finally be you and like build, you know, build your future? Like, is that kind of how it worked out? Yeah, that it would be nice if that was how it happened. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you're you're in real estate, right? You're an entrepreneur. You're a go getter. You're always hey. out here making things happen. And I think the biggest tool that has has really helped me to be successful, the thing that ultimately changed my life from you know being this drug dealer, being this this violent person, this person who could not control their emotions, who really let it, who really let their feelings dominate how they you know acted in life the thing that that changed me was my ability to really accept responsibility and ownership Mm. that was it that Mm. my future was literally in my hands now once again i'm always gonna give glory to god god is in control of everything and and he has blessed me in my life but what i've come to understand is i have complete responsibility and ownership of the things that i can do every single day so the decision to let go of my job was a very tough decision. Once again, yeah. you're letting go of a comfortable income. You're letting go of a comfortable situation where you can rely on this check week after week, month after yeah. month. So you think, 
So once I began to sign my own checks, I understood that though I'm letting go of something which can and will be a hindrance, the more that I continue to do this thing, I'm now taking on a certain level of ownership and responsibility that's going to yeah. pay me 10 times over. Mm. So right. the work obviously didn't stop, right? Mm. The same work ethic, the, the, the same energy and focus that I put into this nine to five where I'm literally working 60, 70 hours a week. For me, the equation was simple. I can just take that same level of work ethic and I'm going to have to apply it to my business if I want it to take me even further. You know, in my job, I'm just going to be transparent. I had an $80,000 a year salary. Once again, I took a $1,000 a month pay cut. You know, we, we, were, we have a household where we have just one income. So mm -hmm. for me, the possibility of letting this $80,000 a year salary go, but the opportunity to make six figures, it was a responsibility that I was willing to take. And I think right. most of us, we just simply have to make that decision. Are we going to take complete responsibility and ownership of our lives or are we going to allow for us? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's uh, I think people that's what holds them back. Right. Is like mm -hmm. they, they're not willing to take that responsibility. They're like, I'd rather have it on someone somebody else be responsible for that. Because like you said, being a, an entrepreneur, you're bringing on people to work on your team. And so you're mm -hmm. responsible for for their wages um and 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 you're responsible for others besides yourself like that's kind of the pressure that's on you as an entrepreneur um and so if you're not willing to set those responsibilities and take those actions uh you're gonna have a tough time running a business because that's it's it's about making those tough decisions um and you yeah, know I, I just yeah and i just uh, i just love um how again like how you mentioned Hey, we're work I'm working 60, 70 hours a week. <laughs> I can just take that. And it's funny because um, we work so hard when it comes to other, you know, other, you know, our jobs or other people. But when it comes to ourselves, we we don't we don't give ourselves that credit or we don't commit to ourselves uh, that same amount of energy. And I didn't really understand this until. I started a business where I was like, yo, I can, I'm making somebody else a million or millionaire, right? Why can't yeah, I do that and turn around and do that for myself? And not everybody's built that way. And that's okay. Cause you know, we need people to, you know, work for us. Um, yeah. But you know, <laughs> but I mean, it's the truth. Like people are willing to work so hard for others instead of themselves. So something to think about, definitely any, anybody listening who, who works nine to five, I still work a nine to five uh, and I made it where I want to, you know, work towards like quitting my job at, at some point. Um, but I kind of want to like uncover once you quit your job, like how did the business go? Like, what are some challenges you ran into? Um, you know, I'm, I know you kind of were still had some things to figure out even after quitting your job, you probably closed some deals that kind of had some cushion. Talk to us about that journey uh, from <laughs> then until now. Definitely. So yeah, as, as I mentioned, it didn't get any easier. Um, and, and just for the listeners, just for the people who are currently in the situation that I was in, you know, maybe you've done a couple of deals and you're thinking, should I do this full time? Because man, I just don't have the time. My job is so draining. I got to spend time with my family. Should I just give up my job? And there's nothing wrong with having a job. But for me, once again, I could no longer live on that edge of fear, hope, and uncertainty. On the other side of that, 
I only had about $20,000. Okay. I had a deal that was set to close. It hadn't closed yet. That was going to be about a $15,000 deal. And then I only had $5,000 in savings. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was, can I make this this $20,000 work until I get my next deal? And I had things in the pipeline. I had sellers who were motivated, who they were definitely interested in selling. But as you come to learn, you can't bet on a seller that you don't have on the contract. You can't even bet on a seller that you have on the contract, right? You can't bet on it until the wire hits the account. Right. So mm-hmm. I left my job. I had that $20,000 and I didn't close another deal until four months later. Mm. And I, so I had to make it work. So there were a lot of challenges. Uh, there was challenges, obviously, financially, but the biggest hurdle was just in my mindset. And because, like you mentioned, you know, you have to be built for this. You know, you have to have gone through some type of challenges, some type of struggles in your life to understand what it means to just kind of be at the bottom and to come up out of that. And no, you don't have to go to prison. That just happened to be my experience, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, we all have a story. We all have a level of challenge that we deal with in our lives. So when you can just simply take that formula of how you dealt with challenges previously in your life and apply it to new challenges, you'll be successful. So even when I was at rock bottom, when my account literally went to zero because it did, even when that happened. And once again, as you mentioned, my back was up against the wall when I lost that thousand dollars a month. So I understood what it felt like to have nothing. But the beauty of being at the bottom is that, you know, the only way for you to go is up. So what ended up happening was after I closed that next deal, which was then a $15,000 deal, and this was around November of 20 of 21, that was all the money I had. And I'd been trying to figure this thing out for myself. And once again, I just couldn't get it to click. So that's when I decided to just take that money and invest in some one-on-one mentorship. And that's when I got mentorship from, from, from Chris Jefferson and really got a deeper blueprint into how to build my business. And I literally took the blueprint that he gave me with $0 in my account, $0. I literally went three months just living off of credit cards. That was how I- Man, we've been there, man. (laughs) And I was scared of that moment. A lot Mm -hmm. of people were scared of that moment, but I came out of that moment into 2022 and did my biggest month yet at $60,000. And after that, I didn't look back. And that's what led me that one decision just to bet all in on myself led me to being able to position myself for a six figure business. Mm. That's amazing. That's I love that. I love that, man. That's uh, especially, you know, the I think the mindset piece is crucial. Um, I mean, we're dropping, you are dropping a lot of bars tonight, today. And um, that's one piece that people need to understand is that if, you know, once you make that shift and then you actually, you know, have the blueprint and then you do it, there's going to be adversity. Like everybody goes through adversity, but, you know, you have to go through some kind of adversity to, uh, make sure you push through the hard times or the low times when there's zero money in the account or negative in the account, you know? So what's going to push you forward and not panic? Cause I remember 
you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Thabit, when you were talking to Chris, you know, there was some worry in your voice on on what uh, what to do next. And you you were literally at that point where it, it was a crucial time for you to make it happen or not. So, you know, I you know, we we seen you through that moment and see where you are now. Man, it's like if David can do it, I can do it. You can do it out there that's listening, you know, whoever's in the group, you can do it for sure. So, man, um, it's an amazing progression that you've gone through. And I love I love it. So most definitely. Yeah. The only way that you're going to make it in this business and in any business, the only way that you're going to get any level of success is to really accept the fact that I don't have total control over everything. So I think a lot of people burn themselves out by, you know, trying to get so organized, try to gather so much information, try to figure everything out before they even take one step towards action. Right. right. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to learn to let things go. It's like parachuting. Right. Not sure if you've ever, you know, parachuting. But, you know, before nah. you jump out of that plane, you know, you're still <laughs> holding on to dear life. You're still holding on to everything that's comfortable and convenient to you, but you got to get out of that plane because you know that that plane is going to eventually come to an end. You got to get out of it. Mm, Therefore, you have to be able to let go of the conveniences and the comfortability that you have, and you got to just jump. Like you got the parachute. The parachute is going to open. It's open Mm -hmm. time and time again. And I think for me, once again, just knowing that, I've been in these situations before. I've had my back up against the wall. And for me, God always made a way. So Mm -hmm. in that moment when, like you mentioned, there was a lot of uncertainty still. There was a lot of concern. There were even fears. And I think it's really important to understand that for me, as I began that process of change and transformation from this person that I was very cold, I was very emotionless. It was important for me to start embracing the feelings that I had to accept the to accept the fact that these feelings are real. So I might have fear, I might have uncertainty, I might you know feel alone, I might even be depressed sometimes. All of these things are real, mm. but there's always a different side. There's always a side of happiness, there's always a side of positivity, there's always a side of being on top, even when you're at the bottom. The only way that you're going to get there is just to keep going, just to let go of whatever it is you're holding on to and you're hoping it's going to keep you safe. You're hoping it's going to keep you fed. Let go of that and just jump out there. Mm. I love that. I love that um, analogy that you, that you use. I think too many people hold on and never let go. And then they say, oh, it never worked. It never worked for me. Uh, it's like, how do you know? You, you never You never let go. You never jumped out. And, and, you know, trusted in yourself. Um, and those are the people that, you know, are on their dying bed and say, oh, I wish I would have done that. Um, and I, I don't know, it's just, it's just really inspiring to, I, I can hear, I can hear, I can feel that energy. Like yeah, mentally, you're just like, nothing phases me. Of course, I'm going to run into some hurdles like anything. Uh, you know, life isn't perfect like that, but I'm prepared to do it. I'm prepared to create solutions, not not problems. And I think um, we have to approach it. I think that we're, that's where that mental aspects, that mental barrier, that um, 
you know, when we hit a wall, a lot of people can't get through that because it's, they're just not, not mentally there, not, they don't have that strength. They haven't built that up. Right. Um, and I think just having that acceptance, yeah, like you can't control everything. Um, embrace that things are going to happen and that's where you have to, you know, take control, but don't, you know, I think that's why people get so, uh, you know, overanalyze everything because they, they think they have to control everything, like you said, um, and just kind of talking to new people uh, that have joined the group or just in conversation. Um, that's kind of, they, they, it's funny how they see problems, right? They see that mm-hmm. as like a problem and it's like, oh, you're just getting started. Like, you know, this, <laughs> exactly. is, this is nothing, right? Like, and, and yeah. so it's just, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty and how you view it. It's like, are you glass half full or glass half, half empty? And that's like right. a, a simple analogy, but um, I, I don't know. I, I just love this. If you guys are loving this, that are, you know, watching, uh, you know, make sure you guys like and subscribe. Uh, make sure you follow Thabit on IG, man. He has amazing things going. Um, one thing, uh, and also make sure if you have any questions for Thabit, make sure you post in the in the comment. Um, but one thing I did want to kind of... Um, unpack was how was you how was your business what what changes did you make obviously you invested in coaching with chris and that seemed to be game changer like how did you uh what kind of changes did you make in your business to set you up to where you're at now because obviously it was after that where things really started clicking and deals you know consistent deal flow started coming in to get you to a six-figure uh business for sure, for sure. So you, you're asking me to really give some top secret sauce here <laughs> on how yeah, it's only for the people, for the man. Vision. Yeah, it's only no, for, for the pe- it's all for the people. <laughs> Definitely. So so for your listeners, you know, once again, we're really I'm really gonna give you just the anatomy of a deal. Uh that's what I began to understand the more that I worked with Chris and the more I was within the you and saw people like yourself, saw people like Tim create humongous deals. You know, I don't know how much y'all talk about the deals that you do, but in just listening to those deals and just locking in and tuning into your channel, people will really understand, okay, what's the play? Like if I want to make 30, 40, $50,000 a deal, what does that really look like? And for me, it's just very simple. You know, whatever your backyard is, you can't be married to that. So mm-hmm. if you're in, you know, Baduca don't, you know, Texas somewhere <laughs> and you got one stoplight in your entire town, that's probably not the place to market for deals, right? So I think it's very important that initially you have to understand what's the best market for you to be in. And the simplest way to do that is to know where buyers are. So you have to follow the cash. That's it. Start where the cash is at. If there are no cash transactions happening, you probably shouldn't be there. So in my business, I understood that if I want to get consistent and if I want to make big checks, i got to be where the cash is. So just follow the money. That's step number one. Step number two, you have to get really clear on a marketing strategy. And I think people spend so much time trying to do everything, yeah. which was, you know, the thing that helped me the most when I got into the business, I was trying to do bandit signs. I was trying to cold call. I was, you know, thinking about direct mail. I was thinking about texting. I was thinking about being in all these Facebook groups and trying to source leads there and being on Craigslist. I was trying to figure out all these different ways to get leads. But I came to understand once again, you can only really focus on one or two things. And in my business right now, I'm just focusing on SMS and I'm focusing on cold calling. 
That's it. Now, are there other opportunities in, in different markets, marketing strategies outside of what I'm doing now? Most certainly. There are people killing it, killing it in direct mail. There are people killing it in Facebook ads. There are people mm -hmm. killing it in TV ads. But right. for me, kind of as a one-man show right now, I can't focus on everything. So once I got clear on my marketing strategy, then it just became about handling leads as they entered the pipeline because leads will start to flow. And right. once they start to flow, then you got to understand how to actually make a deal. Like none of us are handed $20,000 deals, $30,000 deals. These are <laughs> things that you actually have to figure out a way to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. And once that really clicked in my mind that I'm not here to sell somebody something, right? I'm just here to provide a, a solution to a problem that they already have. I'm not trying to create a problem. I'm not trying to convince them of a problem. The only thing that I'm doing is evaluating what they're telling me about the problem that they're having, right? So maybe the house has been sitting vacant, you know, for two years. Maybe, maybe they have a tenant that's not paying their, their monthly rent on time, and they've been dealing with this tenant for months. Maybe the house needs $40,000, $50,000 in repairs, and they don't have the money to put into it, nor do they have the time to try to figure out anything. When they're telling me these things, I'm thinking about the solutions that I have as an investor because I mm -hmm. can buy the deal or I can find someone else to work with on the deal. And once I understand that I just have to provide them with a solution, now, because I'm already in a solid market where I know there's cash transactions happening, no matter what my exit is, whether it's I want to fix and flip it, is whether I want to turn it into a short-term or a long-term rental, or maybe I just want to partner with another investor to pass it along to, I have a way to really help the seller. And once I figured out those three components, that's when my deal started to go from just two or $5,000 a deal to averaging 19 plus thousand dollars a deal, which is what I ended up doing for 2022. Mm. Love I that. love that. You awesome. remove the distractions, mm -hmm. which when you're, when for those listening, getting started, it, it happens. It happened to me definitely as well. My first year, like, you know, even the year and a half where I saw it working for someone else. And I was like, okay, let me give this a shot. Oh, this, this is coming out. Oh, let me give it a shot. Oh, a uh, commercial. Oh, let me give this a shot. What happens is, you when you have all these distractions you can't focus on one thing and actually like follow through on a process so that was kind yeah. of my big learning so once i learned like okay let me remove the fluff let's remove the fat what is something that works for me in my schedule i mm -hmm. work a nine to five sms bulk sms okay bam let me work on that and stick to my process for at least three months to see how that works and then you know if there's something that i need to add or tweak that's that, that's what it is. But yeah, that's all I do is SMS and cold call. Mm -hmm. And once things started clicking, when I started looking at it as an investor and not like just like somebody starting out of like the money things uh, that, that I got that click as well. So for you, for you guys, like Babbitt literally just drew out the play. <laughs> the like, play. Literally, you can take what he just said, play back as often because there's going to be replays mm -hmm. and follow that blueprint. And we know 100%. what's great, especially if you're in a community like the U, there's a whole network of people you can work with and JV mm -hmm. with. You have a deal or you have a buyer, reach out to somebody. Hey, I have some buyers. If anybody have any, has any deals, hey, let's, let's work, work together. That's the beauty of wholesaling 
um, and, and, you know, kind of following this process is you're not alone in it either. So right. you're going to go through your hurdles, but keep your process simple, especially when you're, it's just a one person show, uh, because you're going to overcomplicate. You're going to want to do that, but stick mm -hmm. to your process. I think that's probably the, the hardest part in creating consistency is because people, you know, like kind of shooting their eye, you know, like that one meme mm -hmm. where it's like has the guy with the girl and he's looking over his shoulder and there's like mm -hmm. a distracting, like that's literally, uh, mm -hmm. what happens to people, uh, when they want, when they want to start, you know, get into wholesaling. Um, yeah. so remove the distractions, focus on your process and yeah. see what happens. Exactly, exactly right. right. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people get caught up in the shiny, you know, object syndrome, mm -hmm. Um, where, you know, this thing is trending now, you know, this thing is trending now and I should just jump on everything. Mm -hmm. But because we have a blueprint, uh, which, you know, in charge of you, the blueprint is wholesaling, which is where we all began. And as you continue to grow within the community, you start to identify other unique opportunities. And then mm -hmm. we start to grow beyond, you know, wholesaling to where now, you know, we become buyers, we become buy and hold investors. You know, we find ways to facilitate deals, you know, mm -hmm. like Tim did, where you didn't even know it was possible to make money just kind of helping people put a deal together. Right. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that you kind of graduate to. But like you said, Gladio, you really have to just kind of dial in on a singular focus, eliminate the distractions. And I think for a lot of people that really should be wholesaling. I mean, that's the most I think that's the best strategy to get started in. A hundred percent. You can and find think, a deal. You're good. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. Cause you just rolled it out too. the blueprint is there. You guys got to replay that a hundred percent. I think, uh, you know, with me, it was the same thing. Like, you know, cold calling work for me. I'm, you know, as you guys know, I'm more of a networker. I like to get out there and network and uh, meet people face to face type of thing. And, so um, the SMS didn't really work it for me um, at that time. And plus, you know, I had a different job when I was first starting out. So I had to be there and be attentive. So I couldn't sit there with a with with a SMS. So another thing that might help people is that, you know, partner up with somebody that has is doing that feature. Right. So let's say you're cold calling all the time, but you don't want to do SMS or you have it. You don't have enough funds to do that then um, partner up with somebody, give them your list to do the SMS. And then, you know, if you get it locked up, then, you know, you can JV on that deal. So there's tons of ways to do deals like that. So I just suggest you follow that blueprint and then kind of take massive action like we talked about earlier and make that mental decision, everybody. Let's do it. Let's go. Love Definitely. it. So uh, I like to add, you know, you are a published author. Keep the change. Like, Definitely. you know, uh, like what um, are you, you, you writing any other books or, or what's yeah, up? Where, where, where's, <laughs> where's book two, man? It's on the way. It's on the way. Hey, let's go. So I've always had a passion for writing. You know, I remember mm. being in the third, fourth grade. Um, you know, I won. Well, I came second place in, in, a, in a state poetry contest. And, cool. you know, I was I was always the guy that was writing the love letters and um, <laughs> I just I had, a, I had a joy of writing. I had a joy of writing. I never loved reading. OK, so I didn't read mm. my first book until I actually went to prison. But mm. um, writing has always been a passion of mine. 
And, you know, I, I, I knew that there were other people like myself who were really just struggling in life, you know, trying to overcome challenges, working hard to overcome obstacles that were placed before them. But like myself, they didn't understand how to get out of it. Uh, so once I began to experience success and once I was just able to change and elevate my mindset, you know, I knew that this was something that I had to give out to the people. Um, so I produced, I published the book, Keep the Change, uh, Transformation from the Inside Out as a blueprint to really help other people who just felt stuck and they just felt trapped and they didn't feel like, feel like they had the steps that they could take to really be successful in life. Um, you know, being in this business and, and just experiencing success, you know, I understood that it was all mindset. It was all mental, you know, to, you know, think that one day I'm going to be a millionaire. You know, I'm, I'm going to be able to provide a legacy for my family and generations to come. You know, you can't do that with broken thought processes. You know, you, you have to be able to formulate a thought that's positive that then translate to positive action. Because, you know, for so long, I dealt with so many, you know, different negative thoughts and emotions, and I didn't understand how to deal with those things. But the moment that I just simply made a decision that, you know what, like, I'm going to be different. My future is going to be different. And then I can begin to see it in my mind to know that it could be a possibility. That's when I was just able to start taking action and move my life towards the thing that I knew was then possible. So that's why I wrote the book to really help other people, you know, be in the position that I'm in now, uh, which is just multiplying your income and just regaining control over your life. Love yeah, it. That's, that's I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. Uh, I just linked um, your website that has a, where you can order the book. Um, so make sure you guys are able to cop that. Uh, we had Andre a couple weeks ago. Shout out to my guy, Andre, who was on here. Shout out to Andre. Uh, I had a cop. I had a cop a book myself, so I'll make sure to cop your book, Babbitt. Um, 100%. Always love. That's a, kind of a I talked about before an inspiration of mine as well to to write. I was not a writer at all. Um, didn't do the the love notes or you know with the nice little drawings and stuff. Um, so you got me on that, but um, you know I, I think that's always kind of been a challenge where it's like you know that's not my strength, but let me you know let me try that out. So super congrats on that. That's amazing. Not many people can say they're a published author. So I love, I love to hear that. Um, we're about 10 minutes uh, out before we we head out. But I wanted to kind of ask, like, what's next for Thabit? Like, yeah, I know you're, you're working a lot of things in the community, um, you know, trying to help people get into real estate or just that entrepreneurial journey. Um, you're, you started a YouTube channel. Like, what's what's going on? Definitely. So in, in business, in my real estate business, it's still booming. Um, you know, I literally had a deal that closed yesterday and God willing, I have another deal that's closing today. Uh, hey, so real congrats. estate is Let's still go. booming. Uh, this is going to be a very good month for, for us. And, you know, I did multiple six figures in 2022. The goal for 2023, as it even was in 2022, is to do seven figures. You know, so my goal is to do seven figures and once again, just being in the you, you understand the importance of community. You understand the importance of relationships and you understand the importance of not feeling like you have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. you know, I've been on a lot of deals with a lot of great people that I've been able to build relationships with um, inside and outside of the you. 
So in order for me to get the seven figures, once again, I know I can't do it myself. So if there's anybody out there that has deals, they're in a situation where they're trying to figure things out, make sure you hit me up. Make sure you hit up Gladia. Make sure that you hit up Tim. We're all resources to help you get your deals done. So in mm -hmm. business, it's definitely seven figures, but I feel like I really have a deeper purpose beyond just real estate, beyond just making a check. So the bigger goal that I have for this year is to be able to really impact more people, to help mm. more people transform and change their lives. And my goal is to help 100,000 people. It's a really big goal, I know. But I know you can do it. 100,000 people uncage their purpose and their passions to really live the lives that they've always dreamed of. And if I'm doing it, the person who you know, didn't graduate high school. I, I didn't even make it past the ninth grade. I ended up getting my GED. I worked minimum wage jobs for years. If I can do this, trust and believe that you can do it as well. And once again, you know, we're here to help. So I want to be able to impact as many people as possible in 2023. I love Man, it. I love well, you're, it. you're on your way there, bro. I, I see what you're doing. It's super inspiring. Um, 100,000 seems like a lot, but I know, I know if there's anybody uh, that can do it, I, I know, I know you can, uh, you're well on your way. Super proud of seeing like, again, your, your progress from when you started to where you're at now. Um, you know, you know, and, and like Tim said, we, we look up to you for sure. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything that you need, like, you know, just let us know. Um, hopefully, you know, we can, we can work some deals together as well. Um, but this is the power, right. Of like building yeah. relationships. And I think Chris kind of also mentioned it too, where it's like, once it stops being about the money, like that's where things like really start happening. Cause when mm -hmm. you, you know, when you're getting started, you need that money, right? You need to pay bills, pay off your debt. But once like things are kind of stabilized and then things start happening, then it becomes bigger than that. Then it's like m money doesn't really matter. Like you said, right. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, all right, what can I do with this? Like, how can I make a change? Mm -hmm. And so uh, that, that's, that's kind of the point I want to get to where it's like, all right, I'm, I'm good. I'm good financially, right? Mm -hmm. exactly. Where can I do to help people? Where can I take uh, my message, my story to the next level? Um, so that's, that's super inspiring. Uh, make sure you guys show some love to my guy, Fabit. Amazing, 100%. amazing. Um, story make sure you reach out to him on ig at thabit speaks uh I, I linked his website here um thabit is there any other way for for the audience um to reach out to you uh you know if, if anybody wants to reach out i think it's just ig yeah you could definitely hit me up on ig um and make sure you follow my youtube channel make sure you subscribe hit that notification bell uh because i will be putting out more content uh, to go. once again, you know, help you understand just how to change and transform and elevate your life. I love it. I love it. Make sure you guys can just type in his name, Thabit Hedgepath, and I'm sure you'll 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 find it there. We'll also make sure to link all those yeah. in our show notes. Uh, last but not least, before we take off, what do you want to leave the audience with? You you've left the audience with a lot already, <laughs> but like you can pick like one thing uh, before kind of heading out on the on a high note. What would you like? Yeah, I think the key for most people is once again, you know, just letting go of that comfort zone. 
you know, wherever you are right now, if you're struggling, if you feel trapped, if you feel like you're unfulfilled, if you feel like you have this purpose and passion inside of you that you haven't been able to tap into, the key to that is just really letting go of all of the fears that you have, all the uncertainty you have, and, you know, begin to hold on to the thing that you know that's going to get you there, that you can actually control, which is just daily action. Daily action is the solution to all of your problems. That's it. You heard it here first. You know it. Hey, you know uh, it. I, I always say I, I love to bring people back um, to the podcast. So definitely next year around this time, 100%. excited to kind of see what 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 um, you know kind of what came out of of 2023 for you. I know it's going to be huge. Uh, again, you guys, if you guys found value in this. Make sure you guys subscribe, like, reach out to us. Uh, we're on every Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Thank you guys so much for for tuning in. Um, let's 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 kill it. 2023 Jordan year, yes. as I say. Let's this, go. This is our Jordan time. Year. <laughs> appreciate y'all. Thank you so much, Thabit. Yeah, we thank you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all having man. me. Yeah, have a great rest of the week, guys. We'll see y'all next week. We got another guest as well, a returning guest. Got my guy, Jeff Trimble, who, you know, was started in the U. Uh, it's my guy doing amazing things as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so make sure you tune in next Wednesday. But catch y'all later. Uh, have a good one, y'all. All right. Peace. Hey.